ABL and World Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Tom Miller, here with James Lewis and Ken Lee. Welcome back, yeah, Ken yeah. Lee. Yeah. Was he gone? I uh, missed the last uh, the last bit. episode, yes. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Pete was really close to coming on, and he, he said. said if the new baby was sleeping, he would join us, and I guess the new baby is not sleeping. Or he's being well, smart. Does and that the new happen, though? Sleeping, and so is he. You're... I thought you guys said, don't you? Aren't don't you guys always say the second baby is like the end of your life? I would no, never say <sighs> this. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that actually. Criminal. You know, one one kid, <laughs> you're fine. I, your life barely changes. Two kids, it's over. Yeah, it's it over. seemed like yeah, yeah. Two. And right now, it, like the worst the part for Pete is he thinks his life is over. That baby hasn't even started moving well, yet. Wait till that. Wait till that baby uh, starts moving around. You don't know where it is anymore. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. mean, they named him after. Big Sam, I heard he popped out 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, Pete, so Pete has his second now, and he's like a few weeks old, and then Joey has his second coming in oh, August. Oh, Man, what is with the Joey's Miller second. clan? Yeah, Just you forgot that Joey lives. could... <laughs> you forgot that Joey could procreate? I think that's what you forgot. I, I guess I had blocked that on my mind. <laughs> well, my parents are thrilled, because now they went from two grandkids to like six in like two oh, years man. so yeah that's we've got a full blown substitute go forth, go forth yeah. and multiply when's sure. uh when's christian going to uh make an entry into the um into oh the yeah Miller you know if you guys tree. want an update on christian he is he was in uh ukraine i'm not allowed to call it the ukraine <laughs> you chastise me for that yeah. uh he was in Ukraine for the last month and a half and uh, like kind of playing it cool, like not talking to anybody over here. And then uh, like my, you know, everybody's getting worked up because of the situation over there with Russia. Yeah. And he's like, they say eh. there'll be a war. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, people over here. Are okay. Well, he, he skipped out to Barcelona when it really got started getting hot and heavy. And then he went back and then now he's in Georgia and I think he's flying home on Sunday. Oh, wow. So, Yes, he is finally coming home. I don't know what the exactly wartime is. journalist uh, not sticking around for the actual <laughs> war. Yeah, he's a well. I'm just glad he's he's coming back, but uh, I, I think he'll probably end up going back out there anyways. But so we're three minutes into this podcast. I don't think we talk about soccer at all. Um, everybody, we, yeah, hopefully about there's babies. no new listeners. Babies, yeah, yeah. that's all right. Slice of life. <laughs> Actually, we're changing this from a soccer centric format to kind of like Americana slice of life. <laughs> it's a dad's only podcast. Yeah, sure. James, sure. you're kicked out. Well, well, no, I mean, you you can't kick. We're him not out sure. Definitively, you know, there's people that have been chasing me for a bit. I just ignore <laughs> the legal letters. I don't. Even know. He's always moving. That's his yeah. trick. All right, guys. So let's talk about the Premier League a little bit. Um, the race for fourth is looking good. Pep Guardiola today, in regards to the race for. First, um, made the mistake, I think, of saying that Liverpool is six points behind, which is a falsehood. I think if Liverpool wins their game in hand, they're six points behind. Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, see, I think he did that on purpose. He's mind games. He's putting the pressure on. He is. He called them a pain in the ass, said they're always going to be there, and, and there's no way that we've run away with it yet, which is what you would expect in week 25 when they're up by nine points. And there's, you know, Chelsea's even further back than that. Seven points behind, but the race for fourth can is what everybody uh, cares it's the about, only right? Thing that matters. Well, you yeah. freshly yeah, and you care, freshly about, care Tom. Tom. You had almost let's written not, it off. Let's not. Uh... Uh, 
Oh, I care every every single year I care. If you remember last year, when United was sitting pretty, only when the last two games of the season were happening and United was like secure in second place, mainly because third and fourth place teams were crapping all over themselves. I was like, we did it. We made fourth. We made. We finished in the top four. We don't have to do the, the little qualifier stage. So I'm a happy man. But I've been all over the race for fourth. From the beginning, I think United are a very long shot. Um, I think 13% is what 538 has us at because they just continue to drop points. Um, they did win, guys. They won, which is why we're having a podcast on Wednesday. So there was a chance that United might win <laughs> in the interim between yeah. Southampton and Brighton. Um, Manchester United win 2-0 over Brighton. And I would say not terribly convincing, James. Um, I would well. I would say that the first half belonged entirely to Brighton. But what I'll give United is that Brighton came out in the second half completely flat, no energy, no nothing, and United yeah. came out fighting for the game. So I mean, on the balance of it, I don't. I don't think. I, I think Brighton were extremely unlucky in the first half. De Gea made a great save off of a, a header. Uh, that yeah, logo usually save. is a goal, I think. He looks he like made, a logo. He looks great there. Yeah, and he made a couple other. It's like it's like when it's like a po- you know posterized like in the mm-hmm. NBA. But a great save. Uh, Brighton could have scored two or three in that first half. They there's however, only they you're didn't. right, but they only had one really good shot. There was yeah. two that should have been good shots, and they ended up being like no, fizzlers. Yeah, you're right. They, they had. I mean, I just I mean that to say that they had the run of play. And they looked like they were going to come out and be running all over United at Old Trafford. Not Second half starts, you and you see a little bit of fire in the United team. They start mm-hmm. pressing more. And uh, I think what happened first? The goal happened first. Yes. Um, Kron. Great finish by Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost thought at first it was one of the old, like, Miller toe ball rockets. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm not a toe ball guy. That's you. Uh, Joey. Joey team. Miller is a toe okay, ball guy. That's fine. <laughs> um, and actually, that's how, how the second baby got made, too, actually. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> okay, the, okay. But, but on further review, I, he just he took it like in stride, smashed the goal. He had no chance yeah. at it whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, classic. classic Kron. And you could tell it was a big release for him because mm-hmm. he hadn't done anything else in the game up to that point, really. Mm, no, he missed the chance earlier. Yeah. Uh, and he, which he had been doing for the last like five games, mm-hmm. uh, longest in more than a decade, m- longest drought in more than a decade. Uh, everyone was ready to keep mm-hmm. all over him, um, me included, lining up to do it. Um, <laughs> you know me. Yes, I do. And, but, uh, you know, he was not to be denied here. And then uh, we saw Mr. Lewis Dunk, um, future uh, Arsenal center back. <laughs> they got the wrong one. They took Ben White. They should have took uh, Mr. Dunk. But he, uh, in a very, in a, maybe to a come get me plea to Arteta, uh, yanks down the man, yanks down the attacker when he's last man and gets a red card in yeah. true Arsenal fashion. So he might. And then from there, the game was, was done. I mean, United kept up their pressure, and uh, Bruno scored a goal with basically the last kick of the game. 90 plus 7. Yeah, I, I love that. Like plus that. 7. That there was, was fantastic. There, was five, there, was five there were five minutes, minutes of extra time. Yeah, and, and in the ninety seventh, probably closer yeah. to the ninety eighth than the ninety seventh. 
<laughs> and and that that is yeah. what makes yeah. that scoreline look so nice to United. It yeah. does. I said that you guys. I said that right away. I admitted that right away. Two zero, no problem. Yeah. But really, in the 88th minute, Brighton hit the bar. Yes. Yeah. Hit a, bar. Man a down. man down. They hit the bar, yeah. which means if I would have, I would only wish that cried. that Brighton would have would have scored one of their chances in the first half because I really don't trust this United team to be able to do anything from behind anymore. Like if I think if they went down one to nothing, the best you get is one to one. But that's what they've been doing. They have three one to ones in a but row. What I'm saying is like I'm saying the yeah, absolute like it was best happen is one again. to one. Like I think the Brighton going into halftime zero zero yeah. was was the end, and then Dunk, you know, he 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 solidified the deal for sure. I think you could get him for like. 35. No, actually, that was really an obvious yeah. red card. If you pay attention to the latest to <laughs> the latest so Arsenal obvious. game, we've graduated. We're more in the obscure red cards now. Dude, I we're, love we're, we're into Martinelli's obscure red, red cards. Card. We don't anyone can get a straight red, Tom yeah. and James, and all you listeners. Yeah, it's, it, it's very difficult to get your first yellow on a guy who's throwing the ball in, and and then <laughs> go down and rip somebody else down. Um, Th- like fifteen seconds apart, and most refs, to be honest, most refs are like. All right, here's your one yellow, but you're you're on thin ice there, buddy. I don't no, know if you, I've ever you seen haven't seen someone that, actually and you give a double have seen yellow it if it like wasn't that. Arsenal. I do think that Arsenal, the way that they the way that they do carry themselves right now, they are easy targets. There's for a red petulance right about now. them. They're like yeah. children. Yeah, the the we'll get into that later. But to, to stick to United, I think that uh, yeah, De Gea again saves this team. Yeah, De Gea he, saved he did. It. He did, and and like I said, this was not a convincing win. Two zero makes it look a lot better than it really was, Ken. Like you said, um, you know, I think it can all be summed up by saying that United missed a bunch of chances, or not a bunch this time. It's more like two chances, and Brighton had the better of the shots up until the fifty-first minute. After the goal, Brighton collapsed, including um, Lewis Dunk terrible red card i mean if uh, it's alanga like alanga is a is an like an 18 year old kid or a 19 year old kid you don't know for sure he's gonna score there you know like i just thought it was really poor as a pass around the back that he got put under pressure and he and he crapped it away and i mean i guess it really comes down to this guys when you're in the bottom 10 or so 12 or so the big difference really is finishing like, how many games have we watched this year, guys, where, where one of the teams we were rooting to, for to lose, like Liverpool, um, Arsenal, when it's when we're racing for the top four, Tottenham, and you're watching the other team, and they get these chances late, mm-hmm. and they just, just crap all over themselves. They put them into orbit. It'll be a late, easy chance, and it's just head and hands kind of thing. That really is the difference between some of these teams. It's just they have these guys that up top that are not clinical and aren't composed, you know? And yeah. and I think this game's a perfect example of that. Yeah. So, I'll say the one the one guy, I mean, yes, this is a good example of that, except for that guy in 99 out of 100 other circumstances scores that goal off yeah, that header. But, the he didn't. State, but he didn't because yeah. of the Haya, not because of his incompetence, though. So that's the only yeah. clarification. But I, I, I will say that if United get fourth place, I, I think De Gea, I think this is a player of the year for United, De Gea, that we're seeing. Well, he's, he's won it like three or four times. 
Yeah, and in, I think in this years is... that we finished like sixth. <laughs> well, I think that early, early on, people would have said Ronaldo for his goals in the Champions yeah. League, his early goals in the league, maybe even. Mm-hmm. But but I think that without De Gea in goal this season, and not it's not hasn't always been true the last couple of years with De Gea. He's been no last two he's years been he's a little bad. bit of a butthead. Yeah, we've been use, we got uh, a big Tom's fight. Words. If you guys remember, yeah, and I was right in the long run. Yeah, yeah uh, but but. This year seems like he's getting some of that mojo back. Um, I, I'd put him United's Player of the Year right now. Yeah, I think that's true. I well, would say actually, Ronaldo. maybe close second to Pogba. <laughs> Pogba, it's exactly what we said, guys. He got an assist in this game. Did you see how he got the assist? He came on in the 70th minute. Yeah. His assist came from a foul in the 96th minute where Brighton had all their players forward except for one. And the guy who had the ball and fouled him, he picked the ball up, took a quick Quick free kick, kick, putting Bruno in on goal. Mm -hmm. And he got the assist. Eight assists. He's like third in the league in assists. (laughs) Five fifty a week coming your way. Contract Pogba. Pogba FC is, is they were, they were just swooning over like, look at his assist per 90 assist per 90. Look at that. Anybody better than that? Nope. Ozil. No. He's played Ozil like 13 like games. He's played like 13 games. He has eight assists. Can you uh, afford to lose that? one game? I just uh, want that down. No, I don't uh, think United can afford to lose that kind I of stuff. I hate you guys. Uh, so United win 2-0, coming fresh off a terrible 1-1 draw where they basically crapped the game away like they have the last three times. Um, Sancho's looked really good, guys. We can say that at he least. He actually the has. Rest, yeah, yeah, he played really well in both these matches. Um, and he had a nice goal, but United, the same thing in that Southampton match, the same thing as a Borough match. They, they had a bunch of chances and Ken, it doesn't really matter if you have chances and it doesn't matter if you're, if you're chalking off goals, you have to win right. when you play bad teams. Southampton's a good team. Southampton is a, uh, is a, is a okay. weird team in a good run of form right now. Super confident, super it's confident home. And they're almost definitely a bottom 10 team. You're worse at home. Than you are, yeah. Old Trafford is uh, is not is not this uh, <laughs> under, under this, this place that you that you remember it as. Uh. It hasn't been. I know that Ole's uh, he had that away record of like thirty six yeah. games or something without losing away, which is ridiculous. But yeah, so Manchester United, a, a bit of a rough week. And the bottom line with these with this stretch was you really had to take a lot of points from here because your March is miserable. March miserable March from Man yeah. So. United, um, they needed so badly just to win and get three points. They get their three points. They play Leeds away, which is a rival. It's a, actually a derby match, an old one. Oh, you guys, you guys hate Leeds. Yeah, the, the what's it called? The, the Derby of the Roses. Um, it's a classic old match that disappeared, Ken, for like 20 years because <laughs> Leeds disappeared yeah. for 20 years. Um, but it's back now. And then United go and they have to play their Champions League match next Wednesday. So they need to, they have to, they really need to beat Leeds. Um, Arsenal staying on, staying on their heels. They have a bunch of games in hand. We actually talked about the 1 0 game against Wolves uh, last pod. Ken, well, I mean, but I'll I let you get consider, some shots I just, in I here. Take, um, you know, offense to the same on the heel. I wouldn't say it's on, our, on your heels. If anything, you're on our heels. You have three games in hand. Uh, you gotta, but but you gotta. We're put four points, points on down. The board. Three games ahead of time. in hand. You gotta count them ahead of time. Oh, you guys haven't gone. So that's a win. Stretch of three bad games. Like, 
I mean, that, that's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit, especially talking Don't about the United you. that we've come to know, and I've personally come to love. Wait a minute. We're talking about, about but we're Arsenal also talking about the Arsenal. We're winning yeah. games with <laughs> 10 the, men. The Can you the imagine when we figure what? out how to keep 11 men on the field? You've lost really bad games yeah, we have, with But right now we're winning games yes. with 10. So get off my back. Oh, that can't change. I'm not on your back. You, you're, you're three games in hand. That's four points for you to catch us. And you're not guaranteed to get those, Ken. Arsenal is there. If nothing else, over the last, well, let's be honest, like 15 years, you guys are pant poopers. Arsenal are pant poopers. If there's a pair of pants to be pooped in, <laughs> get pooped. they're going to go out of their way <laughs> this is to find them. I'm a United fan right now. I mean, you guys. Well, it takes one to know one, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll accept that. I guess, but I mean, games. I'll accept that that comment right now. I don't now. know if you. You, wait a minute. I mean, you guys haven't done anything in like ten years, right? Am I crazy? I think you've only like, finished above us in the you, table you finished twice, like in the last eight years. I think we finished above you in the table twice in the last no, two I years. I, I honestly think like, if you look back eight years, like I think it's twice. <laughs> well, okay. it's what, well, you guys the last two the years champ? have been when they finished ahead. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying, like you, you live in a glass house, Thomas. That's all I'm saying. Look, we got Brentford. Right. Well, I've Wolves. never abided by. I've never abided by the the saying that people in glass houses shouldn't throw a stone. No, you should I throw a stone. Be just just be careful. <laughs> All I right. think we have a pretty good run of games coming here? up for those games in hand. Like, like in February we play what? Brentford Wolves. Our Liverpool game got postponed, which that could come back to hurt us later More in the season. In but um. Then we have mm-hmm. Watford, March, Leicester in March, Aston Villa in March. I mean, those are not no games winnable when you're an Arsenal fan, for sure. Guaranteed. But what I'm saying is like say, I'd rather see those names coming up than a City or a Chelsea well, or You are gonna have to play Chelsea. That game. We are gonna postponed. have to play them. They got so postponed for sure. Yeah, you're, and Liverpool. You're April and May. Yeah, but we don't think, Yeah, like unfortunately for us though, really we don't bad. have to deal with anything else but the league. United's got a lot more to put up with. Um, that was a good strategy. Tottenham even has some Gold some extra play. games to to contend with. Um, I, I I just like Here's think right think. now, the race for top four. Like we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks, but I I like our chances right now. Okay, I'm calling this right now. The winner of the Arsenal Man United match on April 23rd at 10 a.m. Eastern time gets fourth place. <laughs> I mean, that's assuming that United. Oh, Stop playing the way they play too. I'm, I'm making I mean, that call. Yeah, see, the thing is, I don't think United should finish in the top four, but I also don't think Arsenal will finish in the top four. If that makes sense, I, I said this before. I think Tottenham and West Ham are more likely to finish in the top four than Manchester if, United what, and I, Arsenal. I don't get that with Tottenham. Like, what if because they have Conte, he's not a magician. <laughs> He's not yeah, a magician, and he has the same squad they've had for five I just, years. I think, I think Arteta is a bad manager. I, I've I said agree. this before. He got another red card. He has five. If you base the, it solely off red cards, then yes, Arteta's a bad year. manager, but he is putting in place but, his ideal squad and tactic moving forward, and when it is in play, it does seem to actually work. The, the, he has got a, a, a very new manager issue. He has no control over the club right now, obviously. The players, because they're getting too many red cards and making dumb dumb decisions. 
and he's got a consistency issue but i do think that the the idea itself is there they don't win big games they haven't won big games in forever they just don't like anytime they come up against the big boys in the top four like especially with something on the line they they don't win they get smashed like that's been that way for like five years i I mean that's why i don't believe in them at all that's why i think that tottenham catching fire is more likely than arsenal finishing fourth and west ham just getting through that's you know west ham doesn't they don't have anything to worry about the problem is that they are they're crapping on their own like it it really is going to be a race to it this these these teams going into fourth place it's like they're drawing and they're losing like nobody's playing well it's not going to be something that we'll be proud of but it's no, I like to go on record now Arsenal finishing fourth I'll be proud I'll, I'll be happy with fourth this season and so yes, would you I will not be because of the expectations coming in I would be so would be thrilled, because you guys thought be that because you'll you be, signed you, Ronaldo you'd be happy you were going to win a title uh, we were always a dark horse for the title you'd be, I think you Tom, Tom would, should Tom would suit Tom certainly be happy now finishing fourth, and but I'd be thrilled, yeah, but elated. Yes, absolutely. In the beginning, uh, to start the season, he was yeah. thinking we it's second place is ours to lose. I, um, it's close, yeah. but I would say that I would also have a PJ four <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> yeah, but I you know anyway, I think still get still that good. actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's finish up um, Arsenal versus Wolves. We already talked about it a little bit. Ken, all I want to know is, what's the plan to stop the red cards? Is there one? I mean, like, is there anything else to I add to know. that? I know. I mean, you can't, like, I, the, Mart- the, the Martinelli red card, I mean, that, that was the most outlandish thing I've ever seen. I, I, I don't really think that that was, uh. like, that little tap on the guy throwing like throwing the ball and that's the same as the guy throwing the ball away from the guy who's trying to throw the ball in and that guy never gets a yellow card for doing that and i think throwing the ball away from the guy is actually more egregious than martinelli tapping him on the arm like i i, I that that was that was just a don't minimize i'm not minimizing it, i'm just saying it was very odd to see that given as as two yellows i will well, I'll say what I said uh, when we talked about it last time. I think probably it, Martinelli. Martinelli looks like the kind of player that's probably chirping at the ref. Twenty-four. And at you this point, knowing back? the Arsenal that I've come to watch the last several weeks, if anyone's going to get a red card, I need it to be one of the one of one of the attacking three because at least we can put Smith Rowe in. Like we don't really have much coverage yeah. for the usual Jaka red mm-hmm. card. The usual suspects, yeah. No, I think Martinelli probably is chirping at the ref the entire game. The refs are human, and we know that the refs are bad. So they're human, and they're bad refs. You chirp at them, you chirp at them the whole game, and then you do something stupid and petulant, like they're going to be like, you know what, here you go. By the letter of the law, I can send you off, so I'm going to send you off. Absolutely refs do. I, I don't think that they do that, actually. Like, I, you would see it more often, but you would oh. see it more often. Oh, Mark, Clattenburg, Mark, Clattenburg yeah, Mark Clattenburg would Clattenburg. make himself the center of you would every see it more big often match that he refs. He always had, like, No, they do. Just to no, say that, that that's like saying that uh, yeah. like any other player that, that's not saying like telling a referee, like, come on, 
like get out of my fit. Like they're mouthing off all the time at the same time, kicking the ball away from the player trying to take the free kick. And they don't give a yellow card for that. There's, there's different ways going about. Sure. I think that Ken, I think you might have a reputation though. Arsenal has a reputation right now. No, exactly. I said that earlier. We're, we're an easy target for red cards. So yeah. Ken's petulant kid. <laughs> I'm just yeah. glad it was a kid this time. At uh, least. I, mean, so, I can't I can't handle when the old heads yeah. get red cards for dumb fouls. And how much how much more glad, Ken, are you that you guys won one to zero? You held on and got the win against a Wolves team that didn't have any idea. Well, that was fantastic that actually. Then, but, because I mean, that's then a they huge went on. three points. Yeah, that was huge a huge three points three for points. us, and then it galvanized Wolverhampton to go mm-hmm. out and smack Tottenham. So, yeah, yeah. So let's that's go to that a, that's game. Three points let's for us, as far Wolves as I'm concerned. Tottenham to lead two zero, and Ken is claiming those three points. It's a um, six. For that's a six team. point swing. Six point swing. Tottenham have lost two on the trot. James Lewis. Yeah. Um, at a time they need actually three on the trot. If you go back to Chelsea, if you're talking about yeah, three in matches, a row. Uh, no bueno stretch. No bueno. Yeah, that just shows you what can happen in three games uh, and in hand that you might. And have. I'll I'll lead into this one with a quote from Antonio Conte, who was venting his frustration with Tottenham for quote weakening the squad in January uh, and not bringing in any experienced players. Quote. Here we go. Quote. I have realized now this is the vision of the club. Oh my quote. god, dude! He must listen to the podcast. That... I've been saying that forever. Tottenham doesn't care to to spend money on players. It's painfully obvious. They bought players more than our squads did. Not they bought players, didn't they buy? Yeah, but they're not buying players that are are making an immediate impact on the starting. They bought, yeah, they bought, they brought rotation guys from Juventus. They bought Kulovnevsky or whatever. Is that it? Yeah, and they bought Benton (laughs) here, who are. Who barely got minutes for Juventus, right? I, I, they're, they're, I, I don't think they're bad players, and I think ben, yeah. people have talked about Benton Cure a lot. I think he's, he's a decent player, but mm-hmm. it's very obvious when Conte is not someone that you know f-ks around with his comments to the media. Like he's very straightforward, and he basically, if he's saying this, it means that he went to Levy and he was like, "Here's what I need to get top four. I need experienced dudes." Who know who keep their heads and know how to end out a season strong. What he got was backup players from well, I think Juventus. he's been Daniel Levy lip serviced by Daniel Levy. He wouldn't have accepted this job, yeah, I believe, unless he was told without, yeah, without the promise you a of a war yeah. chest. Yeah. And now it's like, oh well, next transfer window. But uh, next transfer window. Yeah. I mean Selling Dembe- selling um and Dumbele what is whatever you know because he's not a regular contributor to the had team. Had to be done. Yeah, had to be done. He it seems cancerous, uh, mm-hmm. but but the target had to have been bring in veteran heads. He did not get that, and he he is very matter of factly letting that be known. He's Conte is Always not done that, yeah. Though. Conte is not going to sit back and be like Conte is not going to sit back and and get thrown under the bus well, by management not bringing in the people that he has identified that no. he needs to win the campaign. It, he was the same he? at Chelsea. He's he the same at Chelsea. He left Inter. Yeah. He left Yeah, he is. 
He's a serial winner. And it, Inter after they won a title because they wouldn't. They were having. This is going like, to be two managers exactly in a row that Tottenham go through that have histories mm. of winning that haven't won anything well, with Tottenham. You're forgetting the Nuno not in Santos, a row. You're right. So not uh, in a row. You're not in a row. Between, not in a row. Uh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. No, you're right. I did forget it's about. I did forget about Nuno. <laughs> but we think like you look back at Mourinho, yeah. you expect him to win something. Couldn't do it with Tottenham. Conte, yeah. Yeah. for all Mourinho is, he's great for TV. He he's a he's a little bit of a of a bomb, but he you would think he he would put something together. Couldn't do it. I think these these yeah. top I mean, level managers they're... are realizing that they've met their match in Daniel Levy. Well, I think that yeah, I agree with you. I think that you know take Mourinho and Conte both. I think that these are two managers where there are no. There's no mystery about who you're getting, okay? They're, they are both winners, and they both have, I think, very specific types and lists of players that they want in their teams. Yes. And they will and, – and if they don't get them, like, they're – like, both of them will be very honest and open. They will say, okay, yeah, Tottenham, we're not performing the way we should be performing. I need these players. I'm not getting them. That's what it is. Conte will walk away from this job at the end of the year. I think he will. I can see that. How like, could you not? Like you're in eighth place right now. He will. I, here's what that Conte is true. Will do. Three, three games, games in hand. hand. Three games in hand. Here's here's what Conte will do. Conte will get them to. I bet he gets them to fourth or fifth place. He gets them to fifth place. Yeah, is what right. I think. He gets them to fifth place, which I think is a huge mm-hmm. win for Tottenham. How mm-hmm. with how this season started out and all the drama and everything like that. He'll get them to fifth place. They'll go into the summer. He will not get the transfer targets that he probably was Guaranteed promised promise. in some way yep. by Levy. He will not get those players. And after July or August, but before the start of the season, he'll walk away from this job. I agree. He'll quit the job. Because, or, because or Levy... Or just go to like Real Madrid or wherever's open. Yeah, because he's a winner. He he. There's no way he came into this Tottenham job being like, yeah, well, you will know, make do with what uh, Levy yeah, gets yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really like no, what the eleven no players way. you have here, and the last guy should have won a title with yeah. these guys. I'll do it. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly yeah. how it went. <laughs> I'm sure that's what Levy heard. They have to. They have to figure. They have to figure it out, guys. They lose three to two to Southampton in a collapse the week before, and then two to zero against the. Pretty mediocre Wolves team, although they uh, they are climbing the table a little bit. Yeah. They are climbing a little bit. Uh, they're in the top ten now. Uh, but now they go and play City. Ken, they yeah. play City at City um, on Saturday. City, if I'm City, I mean, you could see them rotating a little bit because they had their champions. I, 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 I don't think no, that that's in Pep's. That's not Pep's we, MO. We don't, to, we, to... we don't do that. We don't do that in the league. And also, Tottenham is exactly the kind of team that will beat us. Uh, one nil exactly. on a counter and in this game. Yeah, Sun gets a City puts out their starting eleven. It's happened basically every time Tottenham Tottenham's that's beat played us. the last two games. I mean, they they run the risk of of yeah. four or five nothing. Whew. No, I'm not gonna like not Ken's like saying that that's gonna happen today. if they don't change something. Well, let me read to you Tottenham's next few matches here. Manchester City away, Leeds at home, and then Everton at home. That has to be a win. And then they play Manchester United at Old Trafford, 
And then they play uh, West Ham at home. It's a massive it's a big match run. there. It's a big run for them. Yeah, that's a huge match. Um, All of those games are losable for Tottenham. They are. They are. They have three matches in hand, hey. Ken, like you said. But who knows? Who's who's what to who's to say? They no, at the end of the day, I mean, would I rather right? have points? In the Arsenal table? will for but sure. The rest of them. But not all game in games hands in are hand really is a false sense of security. Yeah. Points on the table is, is a false sense of security when you have games in hand. Other teams coming right at you. Oh wow! Uh, I, I don't think so. I think put the yeah, points on the board. On the team. The bird in the I hand literally is just said I'd rather have the points on <laughs> the table. I'm just saying. Uh, I understand. I'm just saying. I think Arsenal gets four points out of those three okay. matches. Sure. I think they get four points. I think. I think they get a win, a loss, and a draw. I think, and I think that's an average result for Arsenal over three matches. I think Arsenal draw two, lose one. <laughs> you okay. They get two sure. points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, West Ham, speaking of draws, guys, uh, West Ham in a draw, they almost lost. Of course, I had to tune in in the last five minutes to watch this match. Yeah. I am the jinx capital Jinx of the King. world over here yeah. i'm the mayor of jinx mayor city jinxtown is am, that man. uh are you guys neighbors with flavortown no 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 we declared war that's a shame on flavortown. <laughs> uh so i mean west ham they played pretty badly in this one and lester kind of sucks lester so... has been so bad so yeah. bad were you guys did either one of you guys watch the end of this game i can understand if you didn't yeah did either one of you watch yeah. it so they said, I don't know if you're listening to the commentators, but they were like, um, Lester has allowed 12 goals off corner kicks this year. That, it, <laughs> and is the that the league play, worst? That yes, must be. It is. And then on the next play, they uh, <laughs> West Ham scored on a corner kick. Yeah. Talk it's about like, jinx. Whoa. Yeah. Lester, I mean, think about where Brendan Rodgers was in like early November I was like, oh, Manchester United's on the phone. You know, like, you could go over there and fix Ronaldo and the gang. And now they're, like, in 16th place. And they're, like, the, the one of the worst teams to watch because they place. allow so many crap. Yeah, they're goals. in 11th, but, yeah. Whatever, they do have a thing. negative five goal. Difference. It is wild, yeah. Yeah, Just they've been shipping a ton of goals. But the real story here is West Ham, guys. I want to know. I'll start with you, James. Um... Is this the start of the West Ham collapse? I mean, they didn't lose this match, which is really big, but they haven't looked good over the last four or five matches coming into this. Um, that Manchester United loss is huge for them to lose 1 0 there. Mm-hmm. They also lost to Leeds in January. Yeah. And then they beat Watford 1 0, which is nice. This is a pretty bad draw, um, all things being considered. They'll take the point, but now they play West or they play Newcastle coming up in Wolves. Two teams that are a little bit tricky, James. So Newcastle have a little bit of Where do you find them? I, I think where do you find this them? is very similar to me to the last couple seasons of West Ham that we've seen. Where yeah. I think that you know, one, they don't have a deep squad. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. you know, they they they've had some people come in and contribute more than maybe we've seen in previous seasons, like. They've got Lanzini back in the lineup, and I think he's been playing pretty well. Ben Rama started the season pretty well. He's kind of fallen off a little bit. Um, but uh, not having Zuma in this game, I think, hurt him a little bit. He was, I think he was busy uh, rounding up oh, stray man. cats to beat. <laughs> Couldn't make the, the whistle. But, I, you know, they don't have a huge 
they don't have a huge bench. Um, Antonio, no. this is this is like the first time Antonio's been like injury free through a season, and I can mm-hmm. like I think it kind of shows like his legs aren't really there like they were in the beginning of the season. Antonio was scoring for fun; he's bossing everybody around. He still puts in all the work, but he's like the effectiveness has dropped off. Bowen stepped up a little bit, but what yeah he's played what I'm saying football. is I guess. You know, they never have – it's like, you know, when, like, you like you know, like, you know someone that's, like, a junkie, but they never really hit rock bottom, you know? They just, they just kind of, like, scoot along. Long yeah, they, they, <laughs> they skip along and, like, they get helped out by family members or, like, you know, like, just to keep them on their feet a little bit. Like, you know, they, West Ham snatches this draw in the final minutes and they'll be like, well, we earned a point. But no one's going to feel good about this because you just got outplayed basically the entire game by a Leicester team that has been a joke for the last month and a half more. Yes. You, you know, your, your performances have been waning. Mm -hmm. You know, I think in the beginning of the season, teams were looking at West Ham and they were like, they were like, I don't rather not play West Ham. They're a tough team. They defend well. They had that grit. They have that grit. And that's kind of evaporating, which is what we've seen. So they're just kind of, kind of like, they're not going to fall off a shelf. I don't think like mm-hmm. Lester have kind of done. But I think they are going to kind of like slowly peter out because they just don't they don't have that driving force. They can't, you know, they can't really like sub out Antonio. Who are they going to have to play for him instead? Yeah, where's your other option? You don't have another Where's your Danny Welbeck to bring yeah, up? Yeah, and there? sometimes sometimes you play a striker through a drought. Sometimes you play him through bad form. Yeah. Sometimes you have to rest him. You don't have the option to no. to try different things and playing deal. him through doesn't seem to be working so much for him. He just has not been doing what what West Ham need him to do. Right? If if he was firing and Bowen was firing, then mm-hmm. they at least they can outgun people. You know, I, I don't think they have that in them right now. They're looking a little leggy. I think that they they yeah. probably dropped out. They've dropped out of the top four. Now. Yes, they are in fifth place and they have no games in hand. No games in hand on. On United, anyone. on anyone, mm-hmm. uh, I think they probably end up drop. I think by the end of this, they probably drop a few more places. I think United, Arsenal, and Tottenham all finish ahead of them. Tottenham would be the iffy line, I think. I mean, I think they probably so that means they probably drop down the seventh, you know. Or so you're, you're thinking a full drop? Yeah, I would say that this form is really concerning, and actually, the two matches coming up. I think are some of the biggest matches of the season for them. You could say that at any point a lot of the time, but I think because these are two games that they need to win and they should win, yeah. then they need to win them. Home against Newcastle, home against Wolves on back-to-back weekends. Um, nothing happening on the midweek in between. So I think they have to win those matches. Yeah. If they don't win those matches, then we can revisit the conversation on whether or not they're going to finish above Manchester United, Arsenal. If they don't win those two, win yeah, those. they don't win those two matches. Their next, their next matches at Liverpool. So exactly. I think they get crunched. They get, yeah. they get absolutely crunched by in this form. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a turning point for them. I think that it's probably, like I said, I think they're going to peter out. They're going to slowly just kind of like sink down the table, and you know, they'll still like around like points and with points and maybe. Um, you know, goal differential or whatever, they'll like still be like, oh, we still have a shot, but they won't actually have a shot. And it'll be like April, mid-April, and they'll be like, oh, actually, we're going to seventh place. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Ken, where, where is West Ham going to finish? I mean, I Arsenal's would say... Arsenal's in fourth, I, maybe third, I, 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 so. Uh, 
That's true. That's true. Yeah, I think to stay on that, when you look at the games in hand, like you are a little concerned when you're West Ham, but are you concerned as like if you're a yeah if you're a neutral fan, like you got nothing against West Ham or you like maybe you kind of like them a little bit. This is West Ham that we've we've come to know, just like James has said. They're almost like the 2021-2022 version of Everton. Like they're the new Everton potentially. They're they're that that chippy little team that comes up and Jesus. like bothers the top four for a little while, but they don't have what it takes to finish the season out. And they drop Same off. thing happened last season, just like James was saying. Hmm. I think that this season, different than last season, even is you didn't expect all of these teams below you to have played substantially less games than you and be very close to the point total that you've accumulated at this stage. So it, it's going to put even more pressure on them, on a team that doesn't have what it takes to handle any type of pressure to finish in the top four. So I, I think they finish seventh, eighth maybe even. Yeah, so you're talking about... Well, I think it's it's, it's a potential. It's a potential yeah, Ken, for sure. Ken, Ken says free fall. I, I'm not going to rule it out. I think they have enough grit to finish up there with, with the fourth and the fifths and the sixth, but... You could talk me out of that really fast, depending on how they play against uh, Newcastle um, and Wolves coming up here, because those matches are huge, and they have to they have to get big points there. Um, all right, guys, looking up the table from Manchester United in fourth, Chelsea's in third. They played the FIFA Club World Cup, and um, they pretty much did that for the last week, so they didn't have any league matches. They win the Club World Cup, James. On penalty, no, not on penalty kicks. They got a, they got a they penalty got in a the last like, minute of the game. In the 116th minute, oh, to beat time, yeah. El Halal. Yeah. Uh, Resounding victory. But hey, it's the yeah, Club World huge, Cup, huge so win. you know it's a big, big occasion. It's a trophy. Yeah, it's a trophy. I mean, it's a trophy. Um, I, when United won it, I'll never forget it because uh, Vidic got a red card in the 55th minute, yeah. and he said in his biography, it was like. Very disappointed to once again miss, miss a, a big match because I had a red card. I was like, oh, pneumonia. Oh. It was such a worthless red card, too. Yeah. And back then, like, now the Club World Cup, I think, has a little more prestige to it. Back then, it had, like, none at all. Yeah. You know, the only the only team to ever not win the Club World Cup after winning the Champions League was... Uh, Ken, do you know? James? Chelsea? Rafa Benitez's Inter Milan oh, wow. after taking a treble winning team oh. to the Club World Cup after Mourinho left. They lose like Santos or something? Uh, uh I don't know, Corinthians maybe? I'll have to look at it. But yeah, it was a bad it was bad. Yeah. A bad stretch <laughs> of Rafa's life, if you'll remember. He got booted from Inter mm-hmm. and then he went to Real Madrid following Jose Mourinho again got and got booted from Real Madrid. Uh, they also got kicked out of a tournament that year in his four months of management for Real Madrid because they registered a player who had already played oh, yeah, in the yeah. competition, if you'll remember. He, they played. They um, played him. They played him, yeah. They played was that like the him Spanish in, uh, Cup the, or something? The tournament. What was that? Was that the Spanish Cup or something like that? For one of the... Uh, yeah, maybe the Copa del Rey. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That's more of an organizational issue than a Rafa's issue. <laughs> It, yeah. it is, but it happens under your – like it's one of those comical <laughs> things that happens under his rule. Yeah. So anyway, Chelsea didn't really play any matches. Um, they are sitting on 47 points. Liverpool, on the other hand, guys, really impressive stretch for Liverpool as they win three matches in six days. Mm-hmm. 
They win on Thursday, they win on Saturday, and then they won their um, Champions League match today. So Liverpool picking up the points. They allow zero goals over that stretch. Uh, James, on a scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you about Liverpool running you down? Uh, I mean, they're there. They're a threat. Like Pep says, they're a pain in the ass constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel That's pretty good. good about City's form right now. Yes. Um, yeah, I think we've we've crushed it over these last few matches ourselves. So, you have, uh, you know, am I worried about them chasing us down? I mean, they're there; they're going to be there till the end of the season. So it means that we have to continue to win. Uh, but I think we can do yes. this. Manchester City uh, wins over Norwich on Saturday, four zero. They win on Wednesday over Brentford, two zero. Then they win their Champions League match 5-0. Could have been worse. Like half the, I think it was 4-0 at halftime. 4-0 James? at halftime, yeah. It was like 4-0 in the 40. So a pretty bad this game. So in that crazy. Chance, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a terrible match. Yeah. I don't think anybody was watching that one. Um, I think, I think, can you agree that Manchester Yeah, I think that that's just, that's gamesmanship I mean, on both Pep and James's part here to say mm-hmm. that Liverpool is going to be, of course they're going to be yes, there. I so agree. are the other 19 teams. They're going to be in the yes. league. Yeah, mainstream I mean, media so, will pick up James for sure. It, in order for Liverpool to to run them down, as you say, <laughs> Manchester City has to fully collapse, and that hasn't happened in recent memory. So I don't see it happening. Well, I mean, here's what I'm saying. You know, we're playing this Tottenham team that gets stupid counter goals against us all the time, even when they're playing like crap, and then we play Liverpool uh, in April or whatever. You know, it's uh, boom. boom. Then there all of a sudden, your six points right there. Tottenham is going to single-handedly give the title to Liverpool. You heard it here first. You heard it from James. Mm-hmm. I would not like that. But you have to make up the five like goal differential. Though. We could do another win on goal differential like we did against. <laughs> boo, <laughs> boo. At least it wasn't close. You know, like I think it was like ten goals, right? Huh. I think if I remember, it was like a lot of goals. It wasn't like we could have yeah, yeah. made it up no, in the last day no, or anything. No. It didn't really make it that much better now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't just that. That was the year we lost uh, not only by goal differential. We lost. Yeah, there, there was like, like literally 18 seconds left in the entire season. season. Not even, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. No big deal, guys. Just stop us from winning like six titles in a row. Don't you guys? <laughs> no, they were on the field. United was on the field. All their players were on the field watching the. Uh, there's big a screen. good clip. I believe all the fans were there yeah, too. Yeah, the, there's a good clip. There's a good clip of that <laughs> yes. moment. It's not a good clip uh, because it cuts to, it cuts to the United game, which had just mm-hmm. ended like a couple minutes before. Everyone's yeah, walking like around. Two minutes. They don't have. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the latest score. They're like, oh, it's three to. T- it's. Uh, Whatever it is, it's two to two. two to one, it's two to two in the in the last minute draw, and we 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 lose. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's they know there's like eighteen seconds left, and then it's showing the simulcast like broadcast of, yeah, of what's happening. Aguero scores, mm-hmm. and it shows the the view at Old Trafford where Sir Alex mm-hmm. Ferguson's on the field. And guess who's next to him? Do you remember, Tom? Who's next? Yeah, to who's him? next to Sir yeah. Alex Ferguson? It's your boy. It's Phil Jones. <laughs> And the news spreads, and it shows Phil Jones's face. It's a cl- and it's a classic Phil Jones face. I have to g- have to find the 
uh, the image, and I'll just take a little screen cap of it for you. But he's got like, I... like his like droopy mouth open, like confused look, confused and scared. What's going on, <laughs> Sir Alex? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I, like I remember Sir Alex just turning away and walking away. Yeah. And like, I can't imagine what that feels like. Even as a fan, like, we had won a whole bunch of titles in a row, and it just felt like we were just going to win another one. You just get like. Uh, like complacent you know like you just become one of those like people that's like oh we're just gonna win another title and that was it was like wait what what happened like we didn't win the title but imagine as a as a player you don't feel that you know you just feel like you just worked your ass off and you are 20 seconds away from all the glory that comes of the player winning another title and it just gets especially when the team great memory literally all they had to do was take it to the corner flag and twice they kicked it down the middle. Don't get me started. Ken? <laughs> what about the red card, Ken? You want to talk about that too? Joey so Barton getting a red card in a meaningless match? When you just watch that that highlight over, it's like, what are they doing? <laughs> I'm going to go watch that video <laughs> later. No. Uh, let's I'll talk about Champions League real quick. We already talked about City winning 5-0. We talked about Liverpool winning 2-0. Great win for Liverpool. It was a good game um, too. Really, the yeah. first 70 minutes were really uh, like end-to-end mm-hmm. stuff. The Inter got really unlucky hitting the post with Allison completely stranded, and then they fell apart. Their legs yeah. fell off. and uh, They did, but I think that's the difference between yeah. Liverpool and Inter. I think Liverpool plays at such a high pace, and Inter in the league does not. Yeah. And so in the last 20 minutes, there's two goals for Liverpool, and they deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. They're a better team yeah. because they can do yeah. that. So um, Liverpool looking good, City looking good. The PSG Real Madrid game, guys. Um, so for this one, I mean Real Madrid played in like a block, like a low block yeah. for the entire game. Almost got away with a zero-zero tie. Really, the reason I'm bringing this one up is because uh, Real Madrid playing like that, not trying to win and just trying to get the draw, is a consequence of the no away goals, or the away goals no longer being of consequence yeah. in terms of a decider. Which I thought came into effect next year, but I've been reminded several times now that they How have dumb that you it, are. it is in effect now. It's fine. It's my. It, I don't know ball, right, James? Well, that's Idiot. the rumor. Idiot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I hate it. I think the away goal rules is so much fun and so unique, yeah. and it, it adds something to the game. And Real Madrid are experts. Carlo Ancelotti is an expert in the Champions League, mm-hmm. and to him, going in and. and Having a draw 0-0 means all you got to do is win at home. Mm-hmm. And your winning percentage at home probably is 70%. Even playing against a team against like PSG, it's probably 60-plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be happy with that. But Kylian Mbappe sneaks through two defenders and Great scores goal. a big goal. Great goal. It's, fun- Great it's goal. funny because I think, even though it was much earlier in the match, I think that the Real Madrid fans were still celebrating and, and laughing at Messi for uh, having his penalty his save. Yeah. And then Mbappe, who, you know, obviously Real Madrid's been lusting after for the better part of a year, yeah. puts this dagger through their hearts and then gives the post-match conference in Spanish. In Spanish. <laughs> which yep. he's been practicing. I just Fluent wanted to learn Spanish. another language. <laughs> I pick Spanish. I'm cultural. Yeah. I'm worldly. Um, yeah, so the big thing that I want to talk about here is is exactly the away goals rule. I mean... Real Madrid comes into this one, guys. Three shots, zero on target. PSG, 21 shots, eight on target. Miss PK by Messi. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and really, Real Madrid had their doors blown off by PSG yeah. and are really close to exiting. I just, you know, I've been, I do follow La Liga a little bit, kind of accidentally, <laughs> but the fact that Real Madrid is at the top of the league and the way they looked in this match, they looked old and they look like they don't have that Real Madrid player. I know Benzema's banged up. Um, and he's been their guy for the last 18 months or so, where he's the guy just goals, assists everywhere. But then when they came up against a team that's elite, that normally they're in the category with, honestly, they didn't look like they were in the same category as PSG. Um, that's not to say that they won't win, sneak a win out, but they look devoid of ideas and they look like they're, they're finishing off their cycle. And the fact that that team is at the top of La Liga Tells me that Barcelona also sucks, yeah, and that Atletico Madrid also sucks. Yeah. Sevilla and so Betis La Liga are sucks. right up there, like three and four in La Liga right now. I think. Yeah, yeah. We, and you know, I mean, Sevilla obviously European uh, specialists in, in the Europa, but but <laughs> Betis is good not even. a good good even. Good even. Uh, I will say the Real Madrid uh, leadership after this game are pissed at Ancelotti. Yeah, they were really mad about his style yeah, in this match. Yeah. And they're even like, we now we want Pochettino. We, we're going to get Pochettino because <laughs> he's not afraid to attack. I'll say that one thing, though. I mean, we even with the away goal, goals rule when it was in effect, you know, we've seen this strategy from coaches. I mean, Mourinho was, yeah. was a specialist at this as well. I mean, you go and you play for the draw away. Yeah, and that's the you strategy. Go home. I mean, that it's United did that all. Yeah, the time. it hasn't changed, but it hasn't changed a- at all. Uh, but what's gonna what's gonna help Real Madrid? I mean, it's still a valid strategy. They go. Let's say they go back to um, the Bernabeu and win two one. Now it's going into extra time because that away goal doesn't mean anything extra, right? So. I think it's still a valid strategy. Uh, Ancelotti came out afterwards, and he was like, "Well, our midfield, uh, you know, played like shit, basically, and misplaced a lot of passes. Um, what What do you want me to do? We had we had the win until the we had the draw until the end, right? I mean, and he would have been totally fine with that, and I and I get that. Real Madrid pissed off. They don't like playing, not going out and dominating teams." That's that's like what Ken, what you were talking about, and like how Tom was before at the end of the Fergie era, where he was, you know, just so entitled and. Well, you have in recent memory. I mean, it's hard Real not Madrid, to be. They'll fire a manager who wins them everything if they don't win it the way that they like it to be won. Like, mm-hmm. so I mean that that's that comes yeah. with the territory. Absolutely, and they've done it. Should know that, and I'm sure he does know that. He's a very very traveled manager he understands the risk taken in the strategy that he employed um i just think that i agree with tom i don't like the idea of getting rid of away goals because it's exciting um but to james's point you know it it doesn't change the strategy of the away of the away team per se you're still going in there for for the draw the only thing that you might say is you're you're less you're less likely to see the away team trying to counter quickly to score a goal yeah, but still you were still going in you were you were happy with zero zero elated with one zero and i think that that's still the same it's still the same yeah that that's that's always been the case okay yeah i see what you're saying i you know what i wouldn't be so 
I, I kind of I, I like the away goal rule. It, it kind of it adds an element of danger. I'll be less upset if they let's say like next year they they do a little bit more changing the rules. Bring back the golden goal, dude. That would be time. sick. If it goes yes. to extra time, you could sign me up for that. If it, I do love the I love goal. the golden goal. It was such a it was such a moment. Yeah. Dude, that's a good idea. More I can than get just winning, that. you get game. rid of away goal, but you bring back golden goal. I, 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 it, mm-hmm. it, it's taken care of in the wash. He's in. Yeah, Ken's in. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll draft the letter to Wenger if you co-signed. guys want to co-sign on it. No, I'm not writing. The uh, no, I'll write it. You just got. No, I'd love that. That'd be awesome. Uh, All right, I'll pass. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, hold on. Let me. I'll get my secretary on this. All right, so Champions League's rolling around. Bayern actually drew Salzburg one to one with a late draw uh, goal for for Bayern. They were actually playing down. They played pretty poorly um, in this one, but uh, I mean they're going back to the Alliance, and I think they're yeah. I mean they're obviously favored to win, but can you imagine, guys, if Bayern were to be knocked well, out? I would with, love with that. The squad I would love have. that, especially because yes, you would. Yeah, we we stomp Salzburg. Uh, be much better yeah. than having to play Byron. Play that. Uh, Brendan Aronson with um, an assist in this one. He also uh, had five key passes in this match. The most key patches passes for a player under 21 since Lionel Messi in a Champions League knockout game. So I'm not saying he's messy, but he's messy. There you go. Brendan Aronson is Lionel Messi reincarnate. So you heard it here first. All right, guys. So uh, anything to add to the EPL or the World Soccer Podcast um, regarding Manchester United? If you, you want, want to go, you want to bring it back to Man- Atletico Madrid without you, mentioning Man United's name again. Atletico Madrid, Man United. United, two teams that have been pretty ho hum this season. James, James, don't forget sh- they they're like, deserved yeah. of all the wins they've ever had, and when they lose, it's not their fault. Okay, there you go. See, he, he can't even accept. He can't even take accountability. He, I just he can't I, do it. He can't do I've it. I've gone around it as he much as I could. It. I can't stop anymore. He can't do it. Arsenal, that's fine, Ken. I don't know what else to tell you. It's fine. Come I'm May. Sorry, come May. We'll see. Come May when when you're when at you're least, trying at to least sometimes to, to, to vertical okay. jump up to touch me and talk to me. We'll, we'll see what happens. Big okay. talk. Uh, like that's what you get to Love add. It, James, anything to add? Um, no, no. I can, add can I add more? Uh, no, no. <laughs> All right, for Ken Lee, James Lewis, and Dr. Pete, I'm Tom Miller. Saying I hope everybody has an awesome week. He kind of does have a point though. Kind of Arsenal do kind of suck. It's been like 15 years. I don't like United have been I, up I and down. Nothing less Arsenal's from you. just been down. They, it's kind of you've kind of been able to hide behind all these like red cards. I don't think you can hide behind you know? red cards. So it yeah. kind of like takes no, no, but it kind of takes away from how kind of pedestrian. But are you talking about like over the course of what, like this you know, season? Because I don't think we've been like terribly pedestrian this season when you look years? at what's happening around us. Uh... Like we weren't, we were not. We didn't come in saying Arsenal is going to is dark horses to win the title. 
They have seven losses. Thomas, you understand They're that you, you self I'm trying to help you. But that you Manchester have six United losses. sucks. Why, yes, why do you even mention seven losses when you have six? And you're self-proclaimed said you were dark horses to win the title. But Arsenal yes, was not. That's right. That's Arsenal why was slated probably to finish in the top six. And now we really we have our hands on the top four because they're bad. But you've also said that you're you're your that's club, why they're like, slated there because they are bad. Great players for several years, and you've done absolute <laughs> with it. Second place, which is we've still done more than Arsenal. Cared. It's the same as fourth. What well, it. It matters because it's that the is very true. When Arsenal are finishing fourth, then there's playing. a big difference. But there's no difference between second and fourth. There really isn't. You don't win the title, and you still get to go to Champions League. Thomas, but Thomas, you're not that's finishing what I just said. You didn't finish that's what in fourth. I just fourth. said. That's all I said. <laughs> all right, I'm still standing. I by think that you have no choice else but to say that because they're you, the you only can't reason. Admit that your team is terrible, god awfully terrible. Okay. That's fine. Can't hear you from up here, but that's okay. fine. It's high up here. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Just a reminder that Arsenal lost to Michael Carrick. Guys. That's the last thing guys, I say. Let's not. Michael Carrick. Let's not. Like, guys. <laughs> that's the Here's point the of the podcast. Both dude. of your teams. Suck yeah, when you're when bad. your big argument is that's we have true. seven losses and you have six, that's terrible, Tom. You have seven losses in 22 matches. We're about we to have, have seven losses, losses in 25, 25 and you're about to have... So. Oh, he's calling three wins? Whoa! Hey, you Whoa. heard it here first. There we go. Oh. We'll see, Ken. That's a, United, that's a Ken United Lee had... certified moneymaker prediction. Go out to your bookies Dude, right we'll now. We'll be... Put that <laughs> we'll locked in. Take it to the bank. Three points below Chelsea when we get to 25 matches. Motherfuckers. Heard it here first. Jesus. <laughs> There's absolutely... What bet can I make that that doesn't happen? I mean, what... Uh, oh, what oh we've got to play Brentford, and then we got to play Wolverhampton. We just beat the man down, so... You yeah, lost well, to Brentford yeah, once this season we already. Very much did. Won't happen again. <laughs> Ken, my team sucks. I would never say anything like that that I think they're going to win the next three matches in a row because I know that they've been crap on a stick this year. But you saying you think Arsenal is going to take nine points for the next It's not regard. I know who they're playing. Who they it's not like we're just – we're, we're not drawing names out of a hat, Thomas. I know who they're playing. <laughs> idiot. All right. Well, we'll see. Oh, you're the idiot. I'm <laughs> the one who thinks we draw we'll names see. out of a hat, and that's who we we'll play on see. Saturday. That, that, that's not how it works. No, I – I'm telling you that it Brentford, Wolves, me and Watford, that's that nine fucking points. I would never say. Get the f <laughs> out of here. I don't need 11 guys to beat this motherfuckers. <laughs> God, bring Ken in. Love bring him. him in. Love it. I uh, I love it, Ken. Hey, you better check it. that Dreamcatcher. I think some bad vibes are getting through it. <laughs> 